It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to watch our show and subscribe to our show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check out the podcast wherever you're currently listening to it. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single edition of Locked On Panthers and and be sure to follow me, Julian Council, right there on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays, which, wait, tomorrow's Friday, I answer your weekly Friday mailbag question. So if you have a question for me to answer tomorrow, either at me or DM me on Twitter, at Julian Council. Today's episode of Locked On Panthers is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to six players. If they score more or less in their price picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. Let's flash back to a year ago. February 1st, 2022. Probably, for a lot of you, the happiest day of your life because Thomas Edward Patrick Brady decided... Oh, Junior, by the way, decided that he was going to finally retire from the National Football League. The same man that took a Super Bowl from my hometown, from our team, the Carolina Panthers, during that 03 season, where we had so many comeback victories, and they looked great in the Super Bowl, and unfortunately, John Casey kicked the ball out of bounds and gave him the ball at the 40-yard line. Now, back then, we didn't know Brady would become Brady. But damn, the Panthers could have won that Super Bowl. But this man stole it from us. So it was a joyous day. Knowing that Tom Brady was gone, the Panthers were entering year three of a coach who a lot of us weren't feeling all that great about. And I was someone who was willing to give Matt Rule a chance. But the hope was, all right, Brady's gone. Breeze is gone. Peyton's retired. Atlanta. (laughs) Okay, whatever. It's the Panthers' time. Well... Tom Brady decided, actually, no, I do want to still play football. He tried to maneuver his way in the underground to go to Miami and be a part owner and also to be the quarterback and to team up with Sean Payton. But Mike Florio reported that, and that kind of got blown up. Cost the Dolphins a first-round pick. Also, Adam Schefter was the first one to come out there and say that Tom Brady was retiring, and apparently Tom didn't like that people were breaking the story and that he didn't get to do it. So out of spite and hatred, he decided to play football one more year. Which meant the Carolina Panthers are going to have to wait another year. And honestly, looking at what Matt Rule did here in Carolina, had Tom Brady retired last year, the Panthers probably weren't in position to actually win a division and be set up long-term to be the top dog in the NFC South. But flash forward a year into yesterday on February 1st, Tom Brady has officially retired for real this time. He's gone. He ain't coming back. Fingers crossed. He says it's over. I'm going to go take 
the 10 mil or say the 10 year, $375 million contract from Fox in this place, Greg Olson, who's probably better as an analyst than Tom Brady's going to be. But Greg's a big boy. He understands it. He already said this, and Tom will be on our televisions every week on Fox for America's Game of the Week. But he won't be on the sideline, and he won't be on the field. He is gone. And this is the time for Carolina to actually position themselves to be the best team in the NFC South. Again, a year ago. We're probably saying the same thing. But the Panthers had question marks at coach. And we found out that they didn't have a coach. Because Matt Rule wasn't cut up for this level. And we also didn't have a quarterback. And they tried to get Deshaun Watson. That didn't work out. Went to Baker. We saw what happened there. P.J. fine. Sam looked better. But the Panthers did not have an answer at quarterback on the roster a year ago and throughout the season. So here we are, a year later, saying the exact same thing. So what's different, though, about this time compared to a year ago? What's different is they have a proven winner at head coach in Frank Reich, who has gone through the quarterback carousel. Now, it wasn't a carousel of suck like we had here. He had Andrew Luck. He had Phillip Rivers. Things weren't terrible with Jacoby Reset, and they weren't even that bad of Carson Wentz until at the very end, and the whole Matt Ryan thing was a complete disaster. But does Matt Ryan still have it? Frank Reich had a winning record in Indianapolis. Went to the playoffs twice in Indianapolis. And all that happened when starting five different starting quarterbacks over the five years there in Indianapolis, at least as week one starters, and being saddled with Sam Ellinger at some point in time this past season. They have a real ball coach now. They have an owner who's willing to pay whatever it takes to get the best coaching staff here in Carolina. They have an offensive line which we didn't know a year ago where they would be able to get offensive linemen to come to Carolina and to play at a high level. They have Bradley Bozeman. Fingers crossed still getting – if they got to extend them, but they had Bradley Bozeman. They have Austin Corbett, who's going to have the ACL, but still. They have Brady Christensen. They had Iki Aquanu, Taylor Moten. They have an offensive line now. DJ Moore is still a good player. They have a young ascending defense. But look at the division around them right now that's basically falling apart. New Orleans. The Saints don't have a quarterback. The Saints were terrible last year, and the Panthers swept it. Dennis Allen wasn't a great head coach the first time. So far has not shown that anything's any different, and they won't have Andy Dalton for the majority of the season after giving Jameis Winston $21 million fully guaranteed. Now, Jameis, he ain't going to be back in New Orleans. They can save $12.8 million if they do a post-June 1st designation and cut Jameis at some point in time this offseason which would then open up salary cap. And yeah, they trade away Sean Payton, who's not coming back to New Orleans after quitting on that team. They have a worse coach, a no quarterback, and where are they necessarily going as far as their trajectory? doesn't seem to be upwards. It's certainly going down. And that was the case even when Sean Payton was there in his final year in 2021. Kyle Trask currently is the only quarterback under contract in Tampa Bay. Yeah, he looked good at Florida, but y'all, Kyle Trask, are we concerned about him? I'm not. In Atlanta, Arthur Smith heading into year three. Do the Falcons look any better heading into year three at this point in time than they were when Arthur Smith took over? Mm, no, not really. The Panthers are the most stable team right now. Yes, they're bringing a new head coach, and maybe that can be a mark of instability. I don't think so. They're bringing a head coach who's had success, who clearly ownership believes in. 
who's proven as a player and as a coach, he can get the job done. And you heard all the things he had to say on Tuesday when he was introduced. That guy sounds like he means business. They have a young defense. They have an offensive line. They've spent the last two offseasons building that defense, finding an offensive line and continuity there. And all they got to do is, well, the big thing, bring in a quarterback and add a couple weapons and fill a couple holes here and there. And this team can be really good. James Campen's coming back as a line coach. Chris Tabor's coming back as special teams coach. Uh, Deuce Staley is headed to Carolina. The Panthers, when I look at the four teams in this division, seem to have the best foundation underneath their feet right now. Because, again, New Orleans, they got, they got aging players, and they don't have a quarterback. And I don't know how they're necessarily going to get a quarterback where they sit in the draft right now and some of the assets that they know so they don't, they don't really have. And then look at Tep Bay, Todd Bowles fired like his entire offensive coaching staff and have Kyle Trask and the defense is getting older. And Atlanta is Atlanta. This is the time for the Carolina Panthers to take advantage of the NFC South. They, bit, they pretty much get a mulligan because last year it felt like they were going to have a chance, but really had Tom Brady actually retired, that was not going to be the case. This is the time with the coach, with the defense, with the offensive line, with Brian Burns and all these other players that showed you something over the last 12 weeks that led Frank Reich to want to take this job. This is the moment for the Carolina Panthers to take back the NFC South. Remember, we used to be kings of this division. 13, 14, 15, first team to go back to back to back in the NFC South. That's what we will need here in Carolina. That's what we want here in Carolina. And looking at the Panthers compared to the other teams in the NFC South, that's exactly what we should be expecting here in Carolina because they certainly are not on any more firm ground than the Carolina Panthers organization is right now. So with that said, what does that mean for expectations in year one for Frank Reich? Because for me, it kind of feels like division title or bust. Is it? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But before we do that, let's talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel this year. The only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And all of us here at Locked On, including myself, are so excited about FanDuel hopping on as our new sports betting partner. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000. $3,000, y'all, back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So don't try to win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, the point spreads, the who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. No waiting around. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more of FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is year one under Frank Reich division title or bust? Or is that a little crazy to say here on February 2nd, two days after he was formally introduced as a new Panthers head coach? I don't think it is. And we're going to have to wait and see. The expectations certainly can change uh, throughout the next couple of weeks and months as the Panthers go through free agency. Like if they lose Bradley Bozeman and they're stuck having to start Pat Alfine at center again and then Austin Corbett is never healthy and maybe Brady Christensen is plagued by that broken leg, then yeah, that could change the expectations. But my hope is that Bozeman resigns. Christensen will be fine. Icky will keep doing his thing. Taylor Moten will do his thing. And they'll have to figure things out there at right guard. Have a hard time believing Austin Corbett's going to be the same play that we saw this year, just knowing how difficult it can be to come back from an ACL injury, especially one that happens so late into the season and the latest possible for the Panthers this season in Week 18. But all that said, that offensive line should still be pretty solid this upcoming season with James Campen. As their O-line coach, and yeah, we got to find out who the quarterback is. Like, if it's Sam Darnold, am I going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, division title or a bust? Mm, well, comparing him to Kyle Trask, I'll take Sam Darnold. Comparing him to Desmond Ritter, I'll take Sam Darnold. Comparing him to who's New Orleans going to start? Right now, no one. I'll take Sam Darnold, which is an insane thing to say. But if we're being honest, that would be the case. But he's also a free agent, has to figure out what he wants to do and whether Carolina wants him back or not. So, yes, injuries, got to see how rehab goes, got to see what players resign, how they are able to maneuver the cap, who gets drafted, and, of course, the most important thing, who the quarterback is going to be. Well, I look at this in a way, it's not similar to the Hornets because the Hornets get rid of James Borrego after getting better each year and – they bring back Steve Clifford, and things have not gone well because of injuries. So it's not probably not not probably not the example I should make. When they came, when Steve Clifford came back, though, the thought was, all right, you got Terry Rozier, you got Gordon Hayward, who can't ever stay healthy. You got Lamelo Ball. You got, you got all these players who clearly can play, and didn't think what would happen with Miles Bridges happen. Um, but your thought was, okay, well, if you're going to bring back the old coach, and you have these players who are more talented than the guys that he had last time when he got fired. Shouldn't expectation be to be a playoff team? And now you're bringing in a better coach in Frank Reich than what you had in, in Matt Rule, who's a proven winner. And the O-line has stability. The defense has playmakers that are young and have shown over the last couple of seasons that they can be next in line of the Panther greats on that side of the ball. You have a strong running game, whether Foreman comes back or not. This Panthers team is positioned to be able to run the damn ball this, this upcoming season. You have DJ Moore. Special teams-wise, you are a top-five unit under Chris Tabor. Why would that change at all? Whether it's Zane Gonzalez or Eddie Pinheiro kicking and Johnny Hecker coming back, that unit should be strong again. So I don't think it's crazy to sit here and to expect for Frank Reich to come in and win immediately. Because David Tepper's not bringing this guy in for a three- or four- or five-year plan like with Matt Rule. Because what Matt Rule was sold, and I believe that's probably what happened if he was sold, hey, 
we're going to do this as a process. And David Tepper talked about that. He even said himself back in May, right before the right in April, right before the draft, they told Matt Rule, hey, this is going to be a process. That's not what he's telling Frank Reich, man. He's telling Frank Reich, hey, man, you've done it before. You laid out a great vision, and we got a team that's ready to go. We got a division that's wide open. Go out there and get it. I don't think at all people should be sitting here not expecting playoffs next year with this coaching staff. Again, got to figure out who the quarterback is. And even with a rookie, it's still asking a lot. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a down year and didn't start Kenny Pickett the entire year. And they were this close to being a playoff team in 2022. You tell me the Panthers can't go out there with Frank Reich, who's been to the playoffs before as a coach and a player, and who's been able to lead a team under, you know, uncertain quarterback circumstances to at least the precipice of being in the playoffs. You can't tell you're not you're telling me that guy can't have success here year one in Carolina? Because I certainly think he can. I certainly expect him to do so. Because David Tepper did not hire him to miss the playoffs again. David Tepper is not gonna sit there and be okay with the Panthers missing out on the playoffs in twenty twenty three. It is division title or bust this year. It's going to be playoffs or bust regardless, but division title, that's what we need. We need a home playoff game. Because I look at New Orleans, don't see it. I look at Atlanta, don't see it. Look at Tampa, definitely don't see it. That is going to be a major rebuild there. And, yeah, things can change. But sitting here right now, February 2nd, to me, the expectation for Frank Reich in year one should be division title. Hosting that home playoff game right there at Bank of America Stadium been a long time since we did that, and I think he can get it done. Now, he's got to fill out his staff. Got to get the quarterback. Got to add some other pieces. But first off, get your staff together. And he's already started to do it. An Eagles legend and a former Super Bowl winner with Frank Reich is coming to Carolina. And he's also talking to a man with one of the most incredible names in football. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But, y'all, been telling you about our friends over at Price Picks, and by now you should know how it works, but it's changed up a little bit. Now, if you pick two to six players, not five, but two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Price Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money. It used to be 10 times. Now it's 25 times your own money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, PGA Tour, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, esports, NASCAR, cricket, and so much more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and north of the border of us in Canada. Download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. So this is how it works. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. When you download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Frank Reich has made his first official hire here in Carolina as Deuce Staley. Philadelphia Eagles legend and a former coach with Frank Reich there in Philadelphia between 2016 and 17 when they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles and the old man who just retired, Nick Foles outdueling him. Frank Reich, Deuce Staley, the two are going to link back up here in Carolina. Now reports came out earlier on Wednesday afternoon that Deuce Staley, who was the Lions assistant head coach and running backs coach, was leaving to join Frank Reich's Carolina Panthers staff. And later on, Ian Rapport uh, reported that the Panthers had requested permission to speak with Staley um, for an elevated position on their staff. Well, that wasn't really true. Joe Person uh, reporting that the Lions actually were letting Deuce Staley out of his contract so he can be closer to his mother, who has been dealing with health issues, um, according to one of the reporters up there with the Detroit um, News. I believe that's their paper. Um, Staley, local, grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, played college football in the state of South Carolina and went on to a pretty good NFL career and has been a coach in the NFL for the last decade plus. Again, having worked with Frank Reich back in Philly, um, from 2016 and 17 when the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. Love the hire. Deuce Staley is one of those guys who clearly is a former former player. I know him as a player's coach. He's held assistant head coach roles back in Philly. Then with Dan Campbell in Detroit. Would not be surprised that this, if that's the same arrangement. Also, going to be the running backs coach. Jeff Nixon, I saw, I think it was the Dallas Cowboys have requested permission to speak to him about their open OC job. He was the interim OC back in 2021 when Matt Rule fired Joe Brady after the bye week, which was just the sleaziest thing he did here in Carolina. He could have fired the dude well before that instead of deciding, hey, go out there, you and Sean Ryan help Cam Newton get up to speed, and then I'm going to fire you on your day off on a Sunday. Like, what are we doing here? But he's gone now, whatever. Um, and Joe Brady's off to bigger and better things up in Buffalo as their QB coach. But Deuce Staley, going to come back here, be the running backs coach here in Carolina. Was a good running back when he was in the NFL. He's coached good ones in Philadelphia. Detroit, mm, they're okay. Uh, Swift's fine. Over and I mean, what? Jamal Williams had a ton of touchdowns this year. I'm sure fantasy people uh, love Jamal Williams. But coming here in this situation where you already have a good offensive line with James Campen coming back as the O-line coach, you had a running game where it sounds like they're going to want to bring back Deontay Foreman. Y'all know my position on being running backs back, but I'm really not going to be all that upset because Foreman's been really good, and it ain't like he's going to be making McCaffrey money anyways. So we'll have, him, have to have him back and Hubbard, then Staley on this staff, who I imagine the players are going to love. That sounds like a really good hire to me with Deuce Daly coming back here to Carolina, although under somewhat unfortunate circumstances with his mother's health issues. Certainly I do, and I'm sure a lot of you out there are going to have her in, her in your thoughts as Deuce Daly comes and joins us here in Carolina. Now, that wasn't the only news as far as Frank Reich's staff goes. The Panthers are looking for an offensive coordinator. It could be Deuce Daly. He's already joined the staff. May, might he become the OC? We will see. In Rappaport, in that same tweet where he said that Staley um, would be interviewing for an elevated position on the staff, which is not the case, um, he also said that the Panthers have requested permission to speak with Jaguars passing game coordinator Jim Bob Cooter. 
for their OC job. And I'm sure you guys have heard of Jim Bob Cooter before. Uh, of course, he went to the University of Tennessee because where does a guy go to school other than Tennessee if his name is Jim Bob Cooter? He was the Lions OC from 2016 to 2018 working with Matthew Stafford. And I believe that was the staff that was uh, what's-his-face uh, who was terrible with the Patriots. Um, doesn't matter. He also was a quarterback coach from 2014 and 15 there in Detroit, again, working with Matthew Stafford. And – Briefly worked with Frank Reich between 2009 and 2011 in Indianapolis under Jim Caldwell, Jim Caldwell there with the Colts. So Jim Bob Cooter did a good job working with Doug Peterson and with Trevor Lawrence this past year as the Jags went on to win the AFC South and win a playoff game and acquitted themselves fairly well. It's the Jags. I mean, what do we expect from the Jags uh, when they went on the road against Kansas City? And they might actually be a decent franchise moving forward now that they have a real coach and a real quarterback, which, hey, we got a real coach now. All we need is that quarterback, and maybe we can be – God, do I just really compare the Panthers to the Jags? They're both cats. They both came in at the same time. Yeah, okay, whatever. Either way, that's what we want to see here in Carolina, have that kind of success, that kind of bounce back in year one where you get rid of the coach who has no idea what he's doing, you bring in a young quarterback, and then you can win. And the Panthers, who are going to be probably in a bad division again next year, can take advantage of it just like the Jags did this past year. So there's yet another Jags-Panthers comparison, which again, man, I feel kind of gross doing that. But hell, they were a playoff team, they won a playoff game. Been a while since we could say that. Uh, 2015. So Jim Bakuter coming in here to potentially interview for the job, and it makes sense. He has a relationship with Reich. Also had a relationship there with uh, Doug Peterson at some point in time, I believe, because I think it was in Kansas City uh, when Peterson was there under Andy Reid. So there is an update there as far as the OC candidates go. I know Brian Johnson's a big name up there with Philadelphia Eagles. Not a direct tie to Frank Reich. Um, but again, David Zepper saying that he'll spend whatever it needs it takes to bring in the best coaching staff as possible. No real updates as of this moment as far as D.C. goes. Still, Vic Fangio have not heard whether he's actually taking the Dolphins' job or not. 49ers' job's now open. That's when he's probably eyeing, obviously, Steve Wilkes eyeing that job as well. And really, any good defensive coach to be eyeing the Niners' job, looking at the dudes on that defense and the offense that you get to play opposite of and having Kyle Shanahan and what's happened with the people who work under Shanahan. So no update there as far as DC goes, but OC got Jim Bob Cooter and then potentially do Staley. Although it looks like he's likely to come in as a running back coach. And then maybe he gets another title like assistant head coach here in Carolina as he comes back to move closer to his ailing mother. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all be sure to watch the show, subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you listen to all your favorite podcasts. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single edition. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, right there on Twitter, at Julian Council, where tomorrow I will be back to answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions on the show, either at me, or DM me if you would like to participate in this week's edition of the Weekly Friday Mailbag. In the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole as always. Keep pounding, and I'll talk to y'all on Friday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.